The following is a presentation of Muddy River Sports. It's time once again to break it down. I'm Muddy River Sports Editor Matt Shuckman with my trusty sidekick, Benjamin Marth. So one of these days we're going to get like an automobile and we're going to be, we're going to get one of those, you know, those motorcycles where yeah. you're on the main motorcycle and I'm on that little thing to the left of it. That would be awesome. Down the road. Put a little GoPro on it and yeah. drive around and do the breakdown. Yeah. I'm on that little, I'm on that little, I don't even know what you call that. I'm on that little. The sidecar. Yeah. I'm on the sidecar. Yeah. That's me. That's awesome. Yep. We should do that. <laughs> we should. Good thing you'd be in the sidecar because I don't know if I'd fit. <laughs> well, this day and age. Just go to Amazon. You could probably order something. <laughs> probably. You know? It's amazing at what you can find online. You just If you start Google searching and yeah. or go to Amazon, you can pretty much order anything you can imagine. Correct. Which is a good thing, and then it can be a bad thing. Yes. I think, uh, I think people get lazy. Right. I think people quit using local stores, investing in the local economy. Yeah. Because it's easier to order it online instead of walking into a store. But uh, gotta buy local, man. Gotta buy local. Yes. We got we got to support our community. Correct. I That's what agree. we we're trying to do here. Yes. Our home, our sports. Correct. There's a little plug for you. Yeah, we just throw we, that in there. We got to try. Yeah. That's right. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm good. It's a beautiful day, beautiful week. Yes. Lots to talk about. We got a lot going on this week. We do. You know, and uh, for the next three or four weeks, um, I was sitting down trying to to map out schedules, uh, games we're going to be able to cover, events we're going to be at. Uh, from our Muddy Buddy crew, mm-hmm. and wow, there's a lot going on between, I mean, now until the end of the winter sports postseason. Until about what, mid-March, second week of March? Yeah, second something week like of that? March, something like that. Depending on how long. And then and then after that, it's, well, how long will the colleges go? Yeah. That's kind of when the high school will wrap up, in second week, mid- mid-March. Yeah. Um, and then not long after that, spring sports begin. But uh, as far as winter sports go, yeah, mid-March will be kind of the wrap-up, depending on if any of our college teams do well in the postseason. Yeah. There's a lot of excitement brewing around. I mean, I can feel it, you know, and when you have a lot of success that's going on in this town, specifically yes. Quincy, Illinois, when you've got teams that are successful, it starts to kind of permeate outside right. the area, and you've got some regional teams oh, that are good. It's incredible. Okay, this week alone, we have Quincy High School at home for, for two games this weekend. The Blue Devils are state-ranked, yeah. 14-2. and two. One of the teams they're playing this weekend is Lincoln, which the all-time series is 11-11. So, and Lincoln is one of the winningest programs in state history. Between the two programs, they have over 3,900 wins. Jeez. The so Devils that means are, Lincoln Devils may, are, must be getting close to 2,000. Yeah, they're, they're getting close to, 19, you know, close to 1,900 okay. right at that range. So, they're, I mean, yeah, they're creeping up there. Um, Neil Alexander, the rail splitters head coach. Uh, second winning as coach in state history, mm-hmm. you know, over 900 career victories. Wow. Just incredible. That's a lot of coaching and a, a lot, lot of success. Yeah, no doubt. So we got that going on this weekend. We've got the Quincy Notre Dame girls, number one ranked team in the state. Right. Finally back home. Do people remember who they are? I mean, I haven't seen them since December 6th, I think. I believe that is correct. Uh, well, they were actually in town December. Sure. Yes, they played in the uh, Rumble on the River. Yes. So they were true. actually Three in times, t- yes. I believe. They were actually in town but they haven't played at the pit yeah. since, I believe, December 6th. So, finally, we'll see them at home this week. Number one ranked team in the state, defending state champion, 18-1. and one. And I think the, the break they took, they played 14 games in the first 21 days of December. 
and then they didn't play since December 21st until this past Saturday yeah. when they went to the Breeze Central pause shootout uh, and beat Oakville, which is state ranked number three in Class 1A, right? Um, and beat them. And I, I think it that break did this team a lot of good. I got an interesting question for you. Maybe we could save it for another podcast down the road. Yeah, but, throw it at me. But the whole dynamic of playing over the holidays as opposed to not playing yeah. over the holidays. I know Eric Gorn is a staunch believer about not playing. It used to be different. Yeah. They used to play in the State Farm Holiday Classic. Uh, the Notre Dame girls did. Now they don't. Now they take a break. Yeah. Others don't. I think this year, the way the schedule was set, they needed that break. Now, if you know you're playing in a holiday tournament, do you schedule it like the way he did and and tax True, his yeah. team like that? Probably don't. Probably no. don't. But the way this schedule was set up this year, it made sense not to play in the holidays. To me, I love the holiday tournaments. And not just from a basketball junkie standpoint where you can sit and watch a ton of games. You could go to a different tournament every day and see a ton of game, you know, ton of teams, ton of games, and all that. From a basketball junkie standpoint, from a fan standpoint, holiday tournaments are incredible. Yeah. For the teams, though, I think it's a great thing. From the standpoint of you play three games, four games in a three day span, depending on, on, on how the tournament brackets are set up. But you're going to play probably four games over a three or four day span. You're going to spend nights in the hotel. You're going to hang out. And if it's set up, you're not going to hang out and just kind of run wild and go, okay, we played today. Let's go back to the hotel. Okay, guys, just do whatever you want. And no, <laughs> they're doing team functions. They're going out to dinner together. Yeah. Um, I know with the different teams, they've done a, a multitude of things. Uh, I know the Notre Dame boys basketball team back in the day used to do a Madden tournament. They would take their Xbox or PlayStations with them. To the hotel. Oh, I'm sure that's still and, going on. And I, yeah. I know, but it's not. I think it's uh, probably 2K. 2K. Yeah, I think is what it was this year. Yeah. But, it, but it used to be that's what they did. That's what they they hung out in the hotel. They played video games. Um, I know with the Quincy High teams over the years, they've done different activities. You know, in the Collinsville area when they've been together. Um, but it's always together. There's a there's so much time together that I think it's a great thing for these teams. So I'm a big proponent of the holiday tournaments i think i think everybody should play in the holiday tournament i think it, it's i think it's great for basketball i think it's great for for the teams i just think it's a great thing for the sake of argument i'm with you i i, I am with you uh i i love the holiday feel um i love the holiday tournament it used to be you know when you covered it from a media standpoint obviously you still do shuck but from when i did it yep. was you know you were eagerly awaiting it was like a second christmas because you got to see so many games and you could fill so much time with stories and it just it was a perfect time to knock out a lot of different things plus get highlights just a just a good time from a devil's advocate standpoint just i'm going to take for the opposite view mm -hmm. here um, and you mentioned the fact that Notre Dame, it kind of fit into their schedule a little bit better this year. Yes. I think for a lot of teams, it would fit into their schedule to take a break. They play, they play so much, so quickly, over a one-month to six-week span, that if you took that 10-day break, right. it is a great refresher for legs from a physical standpoint, from an emotional standpoint, to just get away. Um, I, I'm just, from a devil's, devil's advocate standpoint, to take a break from it all, mm -hmm. I think can be a positive thing for a lot of these programs because basketball is a long season. You're talking yeah. about Thanksgiving to middle of March, right. second week of March. That's a long time. It's the longest season of any that, that we deal with. 
um, just from that standpoint, to take a break, I think, can be a real good thing for teams. And, and in fact, listening to Abby Shrek, or not listening to her, but reading you know, the article yeah. in Muddy River Sports and Abby Shrek talking about how good of a break it was for, for us, yeah. um, it can be a positive. Well, I know in, in talking with her and, and talking with Coach Orn, it rejuvenated her. She now, granted, they had played so many games yeah. <laughs> in that in that pre Christmas. I mean, seventeen or eighteen, whatever that was, in that yeah. span, that is a lot of yeah. games prior to Christmas. I mean, they 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 didn't have two consecutive days of practice throughout any of that because there it was practice game, practice game. I mean, it was constant or game 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 practice game game. You know, yeah, it it was just one after another. It was it was assembly line basketball in a, in a sense. Um, <laughs> and they only went 17-1 and one in that stretch. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, yeah, so they'll be at home on, on Thursday night of this week yes. against Rochester. And Saturday. They play 10 games at home of their final 11. All 11 are in Quincy, 10 of them at the pit, and then the other one is against Quincy High School at Correct. Quincy yeah. High. So, yeah. so, yeah, so they don't leave town until the postseason. Isn't now. that amazing? That's that's. One of the more bizarre schedules no that doubt. we've seen in a long no time. No doubt. Um, but it's not the only big game going on this week. You know, we mentioned that Quincy High's got Lincoln uh, after a Western Big Six game at home against Galesburg on Friday night. They got Lincoln on Saturday. But then you've got the Central Southeastern Classic going on this week up in Camp Point. Um, as we sit here and, t- and record this uh, on Tuesday afternoon, we're coming up on Tuesday night – Central Southeastern, state-ranked in Class 2A, taking on Unity, state-ranked in Class 1A. On the other side, in the other pool, you've got state-ranked Brown County going against Illini West. Right. Those are just pool play games. So then Thursday, we'll have the semifinals, and Saturday, the championship. And so you've got three state-ranked teams, all of which could be pretty darn dangerous this week. That is absolutely Fantastic to be able to see specifically that Central Southeastern Men in Unity contest and how how much talent will be on the floor on on that in that contest and obviously the other the Brown County Illini West matchup. But that game, uh, Central Southeastern and Unity should be circled on a lot of people's calendars for a lot of different reasons to be able to see that contest. That's one of those pick them kind of games like like it could go either way. No doubt. The, The run Central Southeastern has been on lately. You know the what they did at the holiday tournament. Yeah, I wouldn't want to face them. No, I wouldn't want to face Matt Long in that situation on his floor. Yeah, on, yeah, on his floor. No, so <laughs> should be a great week of basketball. Um, you know, and then we've got the Hancock County tournament going on, the Winchester tournament going on. I mean, it's a great week of basketball on this side of the river. Flip to the other side of the river, and we've just we've had Highland beat or Canton beat Highland in the girls championship game of the Highland tournament last Saturday. They turn around and play each other this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Palmyra is taking on a tough Kirksville team this week. Uh, and I haven't looked at the weekend as far as what's going on in, as far as the Missouri side. But I know the weekly during the week leading up to it, there's a lot of good games. And then we've got the Quincy Invitational Wrestling Tournament um, on Saturday. And amazingly good weather apparently this weekend, right? We're not cool. going to – we're not going to get snow, apparently. <laughs> we're actually doing a shuck on a truck with the wrestlers this you week. You do? Well, yeah, wow. we're, we're planning that. That'll drop on our website on Friday with Phil and the crew. Uh, with a couple of the wrestlers, we're gonna oh. we're gonna break down the shootout or the the invitational um, and the success they've been having leading up to this. Um, 
It should be a lot of fun. They've got some really good wrestlers this yeah, year. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Uh, and they're a really good deep team, like top to bottom. Um, they're tough. They're really tough. So it could be, could be a fun postseason. Um, we just had Hannibal against Palmyra on Monday night in, in wrestling. Both teams with having a lot of success this season with a lot of high-level wrestlers. So wrestling right now in this area is really good. It is, and you're talking about a lot of perennial programs that are, you know, yeah. are always there right. when it comes. And Phil Neely has obviously done a great job with the Blue Devils, and then you talk about what everything else has gone over in Missouri and the Arch Boys, and, and you name it with Hannibal. You know yeah. you're going to have a half exactly. dozen or so state qualifiers every year. Yep, so it's going to be a fun few weeks coming up. So, okay, so we kicked off this week mm-hmm. with something that, on not on the local level, but the guy had everybody's attention on the national level, and that was the college football championship game. Yawn. It was pretty boring. <laughs> Unless you're a Georgia fan and you just enjoyed watching the way they kicked the snot out oh of TCU. But so the question comes that even though that game was boring, it's a spectacle. The college football championship game is a spectacle. The way it's set up, the way it's televised, and all that. Do you have a favorite national championship? event game that one you you always look forward to or two that that you would like to attend yeah i mean i i, I the, the men's basketball championship because it's played in a different sort of environment it's played in a huge footballish kind of stadium it's yeah. usually a eighty thousand seat stadium for a basketball for game. a basketball game right and they put the floor on a football type field and you've got i mean it just the aura about it, um, they had just played Saturday, you know, in a Final Four environment. They got to turn around in 48 hours and play in a in a national championship atmosphere. Uh, the floor sometimes is is raised. I mean, it's, there's just a lot of different kind of cool variables right. to it. Um, so I think, I mean, I've been to a lot of those NCAA tournament basketball games, and yep. and 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 I would I would certainly put that at the top of the list. But I don't know football. It's it's hard to it's hard to debate not wanting to see the football contest, um, you know. But but even when you talk about there's baseball, too, when you're playing in Omaha. Right. You know, I mean, there's great environments everywhere. I've had the opportunity to cover a lot of high-level games, both at the collegiate level. I've, I've never been to a Final Four, but I've covered bowl games when Mizzou played in them back in the day. Um, I've covered the Big 12 tournament. I've covered, you know, some, some other things like that. I've covered some NCAA tournament stuff. Never a Final Four. Final Four would be my my number one thing. I would I would love to, especially if the Tigers were there. That would that would be ideal. But to, to attend a Final Four, yeah, just that atmosphere to be in the in the arena, the stadium, wherever it is. Um, but the one that tugs at my heart, and I've never the schedules never allowed me to do it, and I got to find a way to do it here sometime soon. Is the College World Series? Yeah, it's the one that's always you know being a baseball guy. I've all, that's always tugged in my heart. I want to go to the College World Series. I agree. I agree. And I don't want to just go and say, okay, I'm, I'm here. I, oh, I was in Omaha for a day. The College World Series is great. I want to stay for the whole darn thing. You do. You want to see every game. I want to go every day. I agree. I mean, I think I, that I just would think be it fun. would be fantastic. You could do a shuck on a truck from there. No doubt. We could do a shuck on a <laughs> the truck. Go, the truck will go anywhere. That's true. So. I agree with you. I mean, I think there's something about that. Um, that 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 just that just the feels and the and it's a you know it's a Omaha you know everything about it right you know just you know it seems to be 
an, a unique event when you're playing so much baseball in such a short span of time and you're getting to see the best of the best yep. and you're getting to see a lot of Cinderella stories every once in a while that creep up. Um, yes, to be a part of that, I agree with you. To, to watch every single game would be would be fantastic. Now you've been to a Super Bowl, correct? I have, yes. Because yes. when you were working... 1999, 2000, right. yes. I, I, that's one I've never been to. Mm-hmm. I, I've covered NFC Championship games um, and other playoff games. Never been to a Super Bowl. Been to the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been to a Stanley Cup. Neither have I. Final game. I have not either. Watch them. <laughs> yeah. I've been to a lot of playoff games. Well, not yeah. a lot, but I've been to a few playoff games. Right. I've never been to – I kick them myself, everyone. When you think back of that 2019 run yeah, and you think about what, you know, um, you could, almost like when the Cubs won the World Series a few years ago, I did, you know, Cubs fans are probably kicking themselves that they didn't go to see the Cubs. Right. Because you never know if, when it'll ever happen again. No doubt. So, I, I think – but I think you and I are on the same lines. The, the college championship events – tend to kind of trump professional like with the with the the, the college world series and is an experience the true world series was great loved covering it loved being there for for world series games but it's different it, it, it's it's different one because you know you switch towns you know the series goes back and forth so it's not one single event right um the way a college football championship or the final four or something those are events like you know you're there for the weekend type events. Super Bowl would be similar. Yeah, I was able to cover a lot of World's, Major League Baseball World Series games back in the early 2000s when the yep. Cardinals would made their right. – they were on the White Sox had made their run in, in 2005 or six or whatever it was, five. And, you know, they it, it's interesting when you're, when you're a fan of a team, mm-hmm. you know, like the Cardinals. Right. And – I remember back when I covered my first World Series, having to having to literally sit on my hands, Chuck, because I wanted to celebrate so much, you know. Because you're recording, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm, you know, I've lived there for a long portion of my life, yeah, and been a Cardinals fan for a large portion of my life as well. But the first playoff, like World Series, whatever game it was, I remember sitting in the press box, a young twenty-something, you know, journalist, yeah. and thinking, I can't cheer. Like, I, yeah. you, know, like, you know, the Cardinals are beat. I think it was the Padres on a, on a, you know, like on an afternoon day game at Bush Stadium. And just the atmosphere was electric. And I remember just being able to, to not being able to cheer. Just being that being so odd. See, it's funny because I've never had that that experience of where I've been at a game as a media member yeah. and thought, oh, I can't cheer. Right. Like, I'm, I, I, I was always able to separate that. And and from early on, I think I learned that early on. Um, but I did have the one moment, the one of the very first Cardinal games I ever covered. I'm in the clubhouse afterward, you know, just like every other as you do in interviews. And I'm standing there among a group of reporters at a, at a locker talking. I don't even remember who we were talking to because what happened after that just trumped everything for me. And I had a guy – Behind me, say excuse me because he wanted to get to his locker. Yeah, and it was Willie McGee, <laughs> your it favorite. Was, it, it, yeah, my 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 all time favorite Cardinal. Yeah, and I had that moment of, oh my gosh, that's Willie McGee, <laughs> and you know, yes sir. And I stepped out of the way so he could get to his locker, and then it, then I stood there for a minute, like with a group of reporters, and I'm in my head, I'm going, do I ask him for an interview? Do I ask him for an? Interview? It's Willie McGee. Do I, do I dare do this? Yeah. But I did, you know, circuit I'm in every time. 
And he was very great, very gracious, very polite. Um, but it took that was the one that took everything inside me to go, okay, just be professional, just be professional, just be professional. <laughs> um, the thought of cheering, like no, but but that moment was just like surreal, surreal, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And that, that was me when I'm talking about. I mean, I was. You know, you don't get a lot of press box etiquette when you're in your early 20s, and and you don't, you don't. I hadn't been in a professional environment right. like that before, yeah. other than the Super Bowl, and we were the flagship station for the the. So 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 cheering was really. I mean, it did you know back in the Super Bowl when I went to the Super Bowl with the Rams in 1999 and 2000. Yeah, we were the flagship station, so we had former Rams that were broadcasters, and we had team representatives that were a part of the broadcast. So cheering after the Super Bowl was, when Mike Jones made the tackle yeah. was you know, and seeing Matt Millen and. You know, uh, Jack Snow, the late great Jack Snow, slap each other fives through through glass of press box <laughs> sweets. Yeah, is a moment I'll never forget. But that wasn't a big deal. But well, yes, you when I, I that was the first time I had had that feeling, yeah. that sensation. I think everybody goes through it. I think you know? everybody has that moment of, oh, I've got to be a professional. I can't be a fan. Right. You know, you still want to be a fan. That's you know, especially if you cover a team that you grew up rooting for. Yeah. You know, I remember the first time I covered a Mizzou game and the football game and they come on the the speaker in the press box and the Football Writers Association wants to remind you this is a working press box. No cheering is allowed. And it was like I kind of looked around like, oh, wow, they're serious. And then when I saw them remove somebody for cheering, you've actually seen somebody seen, get removed. Seen, yes, it was. It wasn't a beat writer, oh, okay. you know, or something. It was somebody who had a pass for that game and. Probably didn't understand the protocol. Yeah. And so they, yeah, they did ask them to leave. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, it was like, oh, this is serious business. Yeah. You know, and I think it's different. I think it's different if you work for the team. If you're Mike Kelly, um, yeah, the broadcaster true. for the Mizzou Tigers, or Brian Barnhart, the, the broadcaster for the University of Illinois, and, and that group that's working that game, it's different because you're part of the team. You're part of the program. You're there. For the Illini fans, yes. for the Mizzou fans, for the Cardinal fans. You know, it's t- it, it's not the same as the beat writer doing the job. Correct. I agree with you. So, yes. So, I think that it, 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 there's a lot of variances to that. Yes. So, it's fun. No, no matter what, going to those big events is, is just, it's a blast. I've kept every press pass from the, every event, every game that I've covered. And it's fun to kind of go back and look. And reminisce my yeah. my Rams Super Bowl credential, Rams Titans Super Bowl credential from 1999, was in one of my bags that I'd put in my basement, and I'm and I inadvertently didn't go get it before, and we had some flooding Flood. in our basement. <laughs> so I went. Ruined? Well, I mean, to a yes, it's not in mint condition yeah. by any means anymore, but it still has the logo, and okay. it's a little roughed up. Yeah, but I've I've kept it. You know, now in a more secure place, yeah. but it's cool to kind of go back and look and see some of the games. Oh, you've, you've I've got in. some. I mean, I've got some cool press passes from from stuff I've been to. I've even kept high school, college, yeah. You know, anything. Yeah, I have a. I mean, I have my when I covered QU at the Division Two World Series. Yeah. You know, I've got that. I've got the Maui Invitational press pass. Yeah. You know those type of memoirs. Things. Yeah. Yeah. So just just. Those are fun to have. Yeah, they are. Speaking of that, speaking of the memories that create and the you know the kind of the memorabilia that us journalists take with us as we go, um, we brought up a subject last week when we talk about history, tradition, 
and that was the best gyms we've seen. Yeah, best gyms we've been to. We got some reader, or some listener response, so we threw it out last week. Um, if you have a question, if you have a comment, you got something you want to talk to us about, let us know. You can reach us at sports at muddyrivernews.com um, with via email. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter, or, you know, at Shuck Sports mm-hmm. or at Muddy River Sport. You can you can send us DMs. You can chime in. Um, and if you, you have a question or an idea for uh, for a topic, which we did get one of those, so we'll, we'll address yeah. that here momentarily. But we had people chime in on the on the best gyms. Um, and, and a lot of the ones we touched on were ones that they agreed with. The, the bowl, Jacksonville Bowl, probably is, gets the most attention of any of our, our listeners or viewers um, or readers. So I think that was the big one that, that people chimed in on. That yeah, ever, It's like almost universal. Yeah. The bowl is great. Uh, a couple that we were that was suggested that we check out were Benton, Ooh. down in Southern Illinois. Um, yeah, so it said the the jerseys hanging from the rafters and that kind of stuff is pretty cool. Is that Zion Benton? No, that no, Zion Benton's up in Chicago. Up in Chicago. Okay. Benton, Benton okay, High got School. It, got it. Um, Waukegan up in the Chicago oh, area was another one I said. We talked about Chicago and wanting to see some of yes, there. and I was so I've been told Waukegan's wanted to check out mm. up in that area. Um. And then, and then the everybody else kind of chimed in on the ones that we talked about: yeah. Blue Devil Jim Wharton, the Bowl. Uh, people brought up Bushnell Prairie City. Yes, yes. Um, Hamilton, which is bold, you know. Uh, Lewistown. Lewistown's a good one. Lewistown's yes, a very good one. I so. agree. It kind of like Bushnell Prairie City, kind of like yeah. Hamilton. Right. It kind of set down. Kind of like Payson. Yeah. You know. Correct. You know. So Payson's a good one too. Payson's a good good, good local sm- place. Right. So. So, yeah, so got got some good reader response, our listener response from that. So, again, if you have a question, a comment, a thought, uh, you know, the the Muddy River Breakdown Mailbag is what we'll call it, is hit us up at email, sports at muddyrivernews.com, or hit us up on Twitter. You know, my handle is at shucksports, Mm -hmm. and then uh, the Muddy River Sports handle is at Muddy River Sports. So this is all about our listeners too. We want it. We want feedback. Uh, yeah. It's a free flowing kind of conversation. Exactly. So with that in mind, yeah. one of our listeners did, did chime in and suggested we do rankings. Okay. Everybody loves rankings. We love rankings. Okay. So one of the suggestions they threw out and I thought it's a good time of year to do it. Best concession stand fair. Okay. So what would your top five concession stand items be? Gonna have to be something with salt. Um, so, you know. so I, I listed mine one to five. Yeah, I don't know how much thought you've put into this already, <laughs> but I, I did. It's so. food, so I put a lot of thought <laughs> into it. <laughs> so I, I have a sweet tooth. Okay. So, so number five on my list, I would start. I start sweet. I would not maybe necessarily eat these in this order or whatever, but if I had to rank them, Snickers candy bar would be my number five. That's a good choice. My number four, peanut M&M's. An ode one, not only to my dad, who loves peanut M&M's, right. but I love peanut M&M's, too. I do, too. So, got to gotta wash it down. Okay. So, I'm a Mountain Dew guy. <laughs> I got to, you know. So, if you're a Coke place, I'm, I'm not as thrilled. I have to get, you know, I, I'll go bottle water if it's a Coke place. Right. Not, not a big Coke guy. Not going mellow yellow on no, us? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Nature's nectar, Mountain Dew. There you go. So, um, popcorn would be my number two. Yes. I think most everyone, I, th- I think universally, you'd say best concession stand fair. 
people would go popcorn. Yes. I think that would be number one for most everyone. It's my number two because I love nachos more than I do popcorn. Mm. So nachos would be my number one. I have a feeling I know what your number one is, <laughs> and it's not popcorn. It is not. Uh, it's club. I mean, if there's a 1A and a 1B, then I'm going popcorn on a 1B. Okay. 1A, my, my top choice is a pretzel. Uh, I mean, see, I knew you were going to have a super pretzel shot. Yep, I knew that. And if you put some cheese next to it, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I, am, I am in the building for your event if you're going to hook me up I, with a pretzel. I've known that from our years of doing games together. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> pretzel with cheese is the go to. It's the go to. Yeah. Quincy University Pepsi Arena used to have the best. It's been a while since I've had one from there, but uh, you, you know. But you're going to be there for games coming up. I, I mean, will. Not, yes. You know, so you'll be able to maybe get. Uh, we'll have to tell Max Bennett. You, he's got to make sure you get a pretzel with cheese. Correct. Yes, and, and go dogs. I'm sure he'll want to hear that too. It'd be yeah. him being a big Georgia fan. He's yeah, probably a later today. But no, uh, that that is my super pretzel is number one. Popcorn would be number two. Figured. How can you not have a hot dog on that list? I mean, see, how can you well, not have a hot see, dog? See, the reason I didn't put hot dog on my list is there's a lot of basketball gyms that don't have hot dogs, which is just ludicrous. You know, go to a football game, of course. And see, that's my, okay. So to to be completely honest and fair in all this, I typically don't eat before I go to a game. Okay. Um, I've learned that doing radio for all those years. Because what if your your stomach starts rumbling, or you got to go to the bathroom in the middle of a game, and you're on the radio and you can't get up and leave? Yes. So I, I tend to not eat before a game. However, my standard for twenty plus years on a football Friday night: two hot dogs and a Mountain Dew. Yeah, as my pregame. Yeah. It, you gotta have it. I just and you know you can sit there and, and debate all you want. Well, what if it's a place that's got a good pork chop sandwich, or somebody's you know grilling ribeye sandwiches, or you know brat. You know there, I, I you know I'm standard. Two hot dogs and a and a and something to drink. Got to have a hot dog. That, that's my that's my football pregame. I'm a hot dog anywhere I go, especially at a professional event as well. Yeah. Um, I'm eating. Hot dogs. I, I just know at high school basketball. Yeah. You're not going to see many hot dogs. No, I know. You're right. So that's why I left it off my list. And but, they're not going to be very good because you need it off a grill. Yeah. Right? Exactly. You don't want it You don't want it off a crock pot. You know, you don't want it to be sitting <laughs> right. in the water. Yeah. You know, you want it off a grill. That's right. And so grill normal so more times than not hot, outside. Hot dog or a brat. I'll, yes. I'd go either way. But, I'm with you. Nachos, I'm with you as well. And they got to be fully loaded. I'll be honest with you, Chuck. They got to have jalapenos. They've got to have... Uh, they've obviously got to have a good nacho cheese flavor course, to it. They're going to yes. have to have, um, not have to, but it's, you know, be nice to have a little meat choice, a little sour cream. I mean, we're talking the full you load. You want here. the full load. Do you yes. Do, do you do the onions, the tomatoes? Yes, we'll do it all. Yeah. Okay. Anything you want to throw on there. Okay. I'm a part of it. Like and then that. if you go to a, a, a you know a major league baseball game, sometimes you can get it into in a helmet. Oh, isn't that the best? <laughs> yeah. Anything in you're, a helmet you're carrying, is good. But you're carrying, yeah, Exactly. If you can carry back from a concession stand a helmet with food in it, yes, you've hit the, the jackpot. Correct, because it easily sits in your lap, and it's a helmet. Who doesn't want a helmet? You're going to take the helmet home with Correct. you. Correct. You're going to exactly. take it home. You're going to wear it, you know, as you're of imitating course. somebody in front of the television. Of course. You know, um, so that, yeah, I'm a nacho guy, and, and even if you put some ice cream in a, in a helmet back in the day when <laughs> yeah. you were younger, Yo. you, you collect those small oh, of course. helmets, and you had a little ice cream inside. Dairy, Dairy Queen used to just sell yeah. them. With the, you know, you go get your Sunday in the helmet. Yeah. I had the whole collection. At Major League Baseball parks, they they at Bush Stadium, you could pick which team you wanted. They had every team. Yeah, you could you could say, "I want a Phillies one." You know, why would you want a? Phillies I don't know. One? I just throw a random. I know, team out there. but yeah, just saying. Bill Cannell would be happy if I, you know, 
Chris Martin yeah, would that. be happy. Chris Martin, big Phillies fan. Yes. So okay, so pretzel, popcorn, hot dog. Yes. Candy of sort, or are you? Yeah, I don't go the sweet. You round. don't go the sweet. I, I, I'm not. I don't have a lot of sweetness. Well, a lot of people oh, tell me I don't have a lot of sweetness. To I me. think you're sweet. Thank you, Shuck. I appreciate that. Um, but no, I'm not. I'm, I'm candy. I'm okay. not going to the concession stand for no. See, the one thing that that has always surprised me with the concession stand is how much love licorice gets. Not not getting it. I'm not, no. I'm, one, I've never been a licorice guy. You like but, black licorice? No, oh, man, awful. Love it. Red licorice, love fine. It. Black yeah. is awful. Oh, love black licorice. Whoa. Yes, yes. No, 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 no. But anyway, I I've never you know if I'm going to go to the concession stand. And I'm going to get a candy bar or or something sweet. I want chocolate. I see. I mean, I, M&M, I understand. Peanut M and M's. I could Re- see it. Reese's Pieces. Oh no! Oh, get out of here. Peanut butter cups. Reese's peanut yeah, butter Reese's cups. Yes. I will go. Not pieces. You don't like the no. Pe- you like black licorice, but you don't like Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces are terrible. Yeah. Wow. Peanut butter cups is the go-to. Are you a bigger fan of the the bigger cup or the little mini cups? Bigger cups. Got to go. Bigger cups. Come on. Okay. Yeah. What about the big cup? The one that's like two inches thick? No. It feels like I want the, you, regulation the original size. Reg, the regular yes, size. I do. That's what I want. Those are the best. I agree. Those are the best. And I don't want it shaped in like a form of something else. I want the cup. And I don't want I, I, I don't want an off brand. I don't want I want Reese's. There are off brands to that? Oh, there's people that make like they make peanut butter cups that are other candy companies. Yeah. They're not no. It's got to be Reese's. Yeah, it, the, the taste it just it's just perfect. You bring up a whole different can of worms here. Favorite candies, but Kit Kat is also a go-to of mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the little turtles. You know those little peanut turtles yeah. you can buy in 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 like three. Yeah, pieces of three. I'm a big fan of those turtles too. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm. I, if I had to, Snickers would be my number one. Heath bar would be my number big, two. I like Heath. No score. I'm not a score bar. No, guy. It, it's, it's got to be Heath. It's got to be Heath. I agree. Same with like Butterfinger. Butterfinger. I, I really like Butterfinger. But if you want something like an off brand of that peanut butter type, no, the peanut butter crutch thing. It's got to be Butterfinger. I agree. See, these are the kind of things that people want to hear about. I'm sure they do, I'm, right. and I'm sure we'll get response from this. And yes. I hope so. Yeah. So That's if you if you want to yeah. let us know, and I'm going to put it on social media, mm-hmm. what your favorite concession stand top five are. We'll go there. Now, we, I hope okay. I'm not missing anything. Well, okay, we, okay, so we got yours right now, and, and yeah. we may have to add to we got to add nachos to it, I guess. Correct, yes, okay, yes. So. Those are my five, yes. We, okay, we only, I only got four, so what I, I missed? Had, pretzel, I had pretzel, popcorn, popcorn hot, dog, hot dog, nachos, nachos, and anything in a helmet. Oh, anything in a helmet, yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, we're talking anything. Yeah. You could put cotton candy in a helmet. I'm eating it. Okay, are you Okay. You got to have something to drink. Correct. Okay, are you grabbing a bottle of water, or are you grabbing a soda? Is this non-alcoholic? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm keeping this non-alcoholic oh, yes. because we're at a high school game. Oh, my my, my bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going with a Pepsi probably. Okay. Yeah. Are you a Pepsi route. guy or a Coke guy? Uh, either one. You're you know, okay. Locally You're... here, I'm a Pepsi guy. Okay. But outside of the area, I'll you know I'll have. You're either. not going to shun it because it's Coke yeah. or Pepsi. Here locally, I like to support Pepsi. Yeah. Because of a strong presence here, right. but outside of that, you know, it could be. I'm, really I'm kind of with you like Mr. Yeah. Pibb, too, by the way. Ooh, good Not call. Dr. Pepper. I'm a Mr. Pibb. Guy. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm with you. Coke, Pepsi could go either way if, yeah. that, if that's my choice. Uh, cherry Coke, Cherry Pepsi. I prefer Pepsi and I prefer I prefer Pepsi products, but I'm okay with Coke products. Yeah. I like Sprite over Sierra Mist. Big fan of Sprite. Big, big, but 
Mountain Dew's my my go to, and it shouldn't be. I need it to to not drink as much Mountain Dew, but big fan of Squirt too, an underrated soda. Ooh. Yes, and ginger ale. I mean, I you know I'm, I'm yeah. really not picky when it comes to that. No, I got to stop drinking that kind of stuff. I need to drink more <laughs> I, healthy stuff. Yeah, I, I'm with you. you I'm, I'm trying. Good. I, I, you know, my wife a couple of years ago for Christmas, Christmas birthday. I don't know when it was, but it's been several years now. Got me a Yeti, but not the Yeti that you think of with the the tumbler type mug. Right. This is the bottle, so it's got a screw down lid, so that I can throw it in my work bag and take it with me anywhere and not worry about spilling. Yeah. So I do that. It, it goes with me. I mean. I hate to say it, but it's probably the best gift she's ever given me, like like Christmas <laughs> gift like that, because I could use it. I mean, I use it every day. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to get in the habit of when I leave the house, putting ice water in it. We so you, you know, have to drink it, right? So well, it, it stops me from buying a Mountain Dew. Yeah. It stops me from grabbing a soda along the way or right. something like that. If right. I if I know I've got the ice water in the Yeti, I'm good. Yes. That that's the plan. See, so for a couple of years ago for. Uh, our anniversary, I bought an ice maker. So my wife loves chewy ice. So the Sonic style ice yeah. and all that. So she would stop at the at a local convenience store or gas station where they knew where they had chewy ice and, the, and get it. So I bought a chewy ice maker for the house. And that's been a good purchase. Oh yours. my gosh, we <laughs> use, we use it religiously. So can't beat it. No, so. Concession stand food. That's right. that was a good. I like that. Brian Hendrian, thank you. Wow, Brian Hendrian. Yeah, Hendo Hendo shot us out that uh, email with that suggestion. We'll be spending a lot of time together this summer. He and our, our both of our sons are on the same baseball team. Oh, so sweet. Brian and I will be attending a lot of concession stands. I believe his last line in his email also was, "You could rank favorite golf coaches." <laughs> <laughs> How deep in the list do we have to go to rank him? Uh. Wouldn't he be right at the top? You think so? It's got to be up there somewhere. Above Metamire? I mean, we might have to go 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D, because <laughs> they're all good dudes. That's right. You are correct. Absolutely so, correct. No, great suggestion with the, uh, yeah. the ranking, the fi- the concession stand items. I agree. I so, agree. That keep was them great. coming. Yeah, keep them coming. Again, you want to chime in on the Muddy River Breakdown? Give us a, a thought, a topic, a question. You know, hit us up. The Muddy River Breakdown mailbag. Email us at sports at muddyrivernews.com or reach out on Twitter or on Facebook. You know, I've, I always forget. I, I'm not a religious Facebook guy. Like I, I'm not I, we, I post our Muddy River sports stuff to it. Yeah. I check it every now and then, but I, I'm not a guy that sits there and goes, oh, I got to check Facebook today. No, and neither do I. I do. I do, I do check Twitter. Correct. I, I do too. I, I think it's an age thing. We were, I was having the conversation after the Blue Devil game on Saturday night. Andy Douglas and I are sitting there and a couple of the students came over and we're talking to him. And so I asked them, two girls, mm-hmm. like, what social media platforms are they on? Now, they said Facebook. Really? Yeah, I, th- I thought for I'd sure. I figured Snapchat. I figured they said Snapchat's like how they communicate. Communicate. Text, yeah. 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 They, they don't text. They snap. Correct, yes. Um, but they said, you know, Facebook's the big one. None of them, they said hardly any of them use Twitter. So I think Twitter is like a is it sports really? thing or, you know, obviously all our sports guys are on there and. It's not as popular hmm. with the younger generation. Interesting. From the sounds of Probably it. Instagram. Probably Instagram more so. Yeah. I just, I forget about Instagram. I hate to say that. Yeah. I just, I go down the list of things I have to do each day, and Instagram isn't on that list. I, I need to put it on that list. Yeah. To check or, or load photos to or, you know, 
do that kind of stuff. But I'd rank it pretty high. I mean, I would put Twitter as my number one, and I don't really think that there's a close competition. Yeah, same with me. For me personally. Right. And what I want to look at on social media, um, Facebook has dropped down. It used to be fairly up there. Okay. It's dropped down significantly on the list, and maybe this is a topic for a different show. But <laughs> And Snapchat, yeah. I like to call it Snap Crap because I don't even know why I'm even involved in that or why I even, why I even registered whatever. But a, I yeah. will say that I, I have a reason why I really enjoy Snapchat. Yeah. One, one reason. <laughs> and I, I have a buddy. Who sends me snaps almost almost daily? Yeah. So I've been able to watch his two kids grow literally from birth to whatever age they are now through Snapchat. And since we live in different locales, that's, that's kind of fantastic. Fun. Yeah. It's been a fantastic. I, I absolutely love that. Yeah. Now there are a hundred other reasons I think Snapchat should blow up. I agree. And yeah. those there's some personal reasons there, and, and yes. I'm not going to get into those. But if I if if I could eliminate one social media platform, that's the one it would be. I would agree. Yes, I would agree. So, see what these rankings do. It opens up all different. And who knows what our rankings will be next week? We'll, we, we'll come up with a good. Who knows? Maybe one of our listeners will chime in and, and give us an idea to rank next week. Correct. We already got the, fantastic, Brian. By the way, that was a great conversation. Thank you. Brian. Thank Appreciate you. that. Yes. So yeah, we'll. But we're gonna have to continue the rankings. People love rankings. I agree. Got to have them. So we'll we'll come up. We'll with rank some. anything they want. Yeah, exactly. Just you give us the idea and we'll run with it. Yes, dude. Great breakdown today. Always fun, Chuck. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate you having me. We'll do it again next week. I'll be here. This has been the Muddy River Breakdown with Ben Marth. I'm Muddy River Sports Editor Matt Shuckman. Catch us again right here next week. Muddy River Sports, our home, our sports.